0: This podcast contains violence, adult themes, and material that may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised.
1: True Nor True Crime is produced on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Squamish, Musqueam, and tsleil nations.
0: 25-year-old Christopher moved from Edmonton to BC to work in construction before he disappeared in January of 2019. Eva says her son's car, a grey Saturn 2000 with Alberta plates, was last spotted on a Chilliwack trailhead. Despite a major search, Christopher remains missing. I just miss him. I can only hope that I can take more pictures with him, that he's still somewhere. Anyone with information on Christopher Couture is asked to contact Chilliwack RCMP or Crime Stoppers. Welcome to another episode of TNTC Shorts. As some of you know, we release new long-form episodes every other week, so in the off weeks, we will be releasing these short-form episodes so we can keep you informed about cases that we are following that don't necessarily have a lot of information available, as well as updates on cases that we have previously covered.
1: True North True Crime is an independent and self-financed podcast. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com slash tntcpod. Your donation can be a one-time thing, or if you want to become an honorary producer of the podcast, you can choose the $5 a month option. If you can't donate right now and you still want to help out the podcast, you can tell a friend about True Noir True Crime, or write us a five-star review on Apple Pods. Those reviews really, really help with our visibility.
0: And as always, you can follow us on our social media accounts at TNTCpod on Instagram and Twitter to get some updates, or if you just want to say hi.
1: Tonight, we are going to be bringing awareness to a missing person case from January of 2019. This case is very frustrating, uh, and there is not a lot of information out there, but we will do our best to tell you what we have found.
0: We put this episode together using publicly available news articles and missing persons websites. Specifically, Please Bring Me Home, which is an amazing organization that helps families to find answers.
1: We are, of course, talking about the disappearance of Christopher Sean Couture.
0: At the time of his disappearance, Christopher Sean Couture is described as a Caucasian male, 25 years old, 5 foot 8 inches tall, 190 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Chris, as he was known to friends and family, is originally from Edmonton, Alberta. He had spoke about one day becoming a fitness instructor. Having recently just gone through a breakup, Chris made the decision to move to the Vancouver area of British Columbia in January of 2019 to start work in construction.
1: Yeah, and we should mention that the breakup is not considered a factor in Chris's disappearance. It was something that had happened in the past that he had already worked his way through the other side of. So Vancouver and the Lower Mainland are a construction hotspot. It's very common for people to journey to the Lower Mainland of British Columbia in search of trades-type jobs. Apparently, Chris also chose British Columbia because of the scenery and the weather. He said that the mountains and the ocean brought him peace.
0: Chris is a son, a grandson, and a brother. His mother, Eva, has been the spokesperson for the family, and she states that his family loves him and misses him very much. Chris's father had recently passed away, but it seemed that after a period of mourning, he was trying to forge his way in the world.
1: So this disappearance happened fairly quickly. Like we said, Christopher moved to Vancouver uh, in mid-January of 2019. So this is what we know.
0: The established facts are that he went to his roofing job in Maple Ridge the morning of Friday, January 25th, 2019, and was seen at Good Life Fitness in Burnaby later that afternoon.
1: The next day, Saturday, January 26th, he was spotted leaving the Royal Columbian Hospital in New Westminster. It's not clear why he was at the hospital.
0: His credit card was used to make a purchase at Save-On Foods on Saturday, January 26, 2019, also in New Westminster. His mom states that she believes this charge was made by Chris, based on the items purchased.
1: After this, there is no digital trace of Christopher or eyewitness accounts.
0: On the evening of Sunday, January 27, 2019, an RCMP officer found Christopher's car, a gray Saturn, parked at the Elk Mountain Trail in Chilliwack, British Columbia, with a smashed rear window.
1: This trail is actually about 100 kilometers away from where he was last spotted in New Westminster. It takes about an hour, an hour and 10 minutes to get from New West to Chilliwack. And Chilliwack itself is actually a very rural area. It is filled with farmland. It's it's in the Fraser Valley. But sort of at the end of Chilliwack, I guess you could call it that, There is access to mountains and stuff. So it's this beautiful uh, farmland that pushes up against the mountains.
0: His car would be left where it was found by RCMP for months without being investigated. Multiple hikers would report this car to RCMP, but it stayed there until the end of April 2019. Yeah,
1: this is very frustrating. Um, Eva Couture, Christopher's mom, would receive a letter to her Alberta home from the Chilliwack RCMP about the discovery of the car. And then Eva would file a missing persons report on May 17th, 2019.
0: There's a number of strange circumstances that occurred after Chris's car was found. His wallet was found in April. An unknown woman had his pay stubs. Two men were found to be using his ID to rent a car. And his credit cards were found to be in the possession of known criminals. But nobody has been charged with any connection to his disappearance. His cell phone has not been used since January 25th, 2019. There have been fraudulent charges on his credit and debit cards. Unconfirmed sightings have come in from Alberta, British Columbia, as well as Ontario. These leads have obviously been followed up on, but have not been fruitful. Billboards have been set up in three locations two on Highway 1 in the Fraser Valley and one on Highway 99, as well as a $10,000 reward for information leading to his discovery.
1: So, we want to clarify a couple of things here. Actually, three things. Uh, The first thing is why did no one report Christopher missing between the end of January and mid May when his mom was notified about the car? So, from what we understand, Eva was very concerned she had tried to reach out to christopher multiple times but it wasn't out of character for him to disconnect a little bit and like most mother and son relationships uh you know christopher is an adult they had disagreements from time to time and they had had a disagreement in january about his career and life path she figured he might be a little bit mad at her or something. And that's why she hadn't heard from him for a little while. But she was, you know, the concern was mounting for her.
0: The second thing we want to make clear is that police contacted Eva about his stolen items being used fraudulently in April before they notified her about the car that they had located, which they notified her on May 17th. And they found it back in January. When she was notified about the credit cards, Eva expressed concern that she didn't know where her son was. The police response was, well, now you know he's in Chilliwack.
1: The third thing we want to clarify is that the Elk Mountain Trail, where his car was found, is situated in a large nature reserve in the Cascade Mountain Range. The hike itself begins with a steady incline up the mountain and through a forested area. The trail is wide and easy to navigate, but the top section is very steep and there's loose dirt that can make it uh, slippery. So this is a forested area. Um, It's frequented by many hikers. But in the wet and the cold of January, it can be a challenging place to survive overnight for long periods of time.
0: So we're going to take a few minutes here to speculate on what could have happened to Christopher. The first theory is the hiking theory.
1: Christopher loved British Columbia and its outdoor lifestyle. It is possible that he went for a hike and got lost in the park. So if this is possible, we think it would be safe to assume that he would have gone out on Sunday, January 27th. We assume that because his car was observed by a hiker that morning and then seen by police later that day.
0: We don't believe he would have attempted a hike on Saturday as he was seen at the hospital and then also made a purchase at the grocery store in the afternoon that day. The sun sets at around 5 p.m. at this time in January, and it would be ill-advised to take a hike that late in the afternoon. Also, keep in mind his home was an hour-plus drive from the trailhead his car was found at. So in this theory, Chris would have set out on a hike on Sunday morning and gotten lost in the park, possibly from going off of a trail. Or he could have fallen or found himself in a situation he couldn't navigate.
1: Then opportunistic criminals would have come across his car in the following days and broke into it, stealing his wallet and ID. We did look at the parking lot um, for the trailhead, and it's quite a way outside of Chilliwack. So that leaves me with the question of, like, who is hanging out in a trailhead parking lot that's way outside of a really already rural area? Is it a popular place where people hang out and? steal from cars. It It's very strange to me. So we believe that this theory is plausible. Um, if you watch the news in British Columbia with any frequency, you will see that local search and rescue teams are called out on a regular basis to the parks and mountain areas. People often misjudge the terrain and natural dangers that exist in British Columbia. And then on top of that, petty crime, car break-ins, and that kind of thing are very uh, common in the lower mainland.
0: In the second theory, the question is, did Chris meet with foul play? Again, this theory is plausible. Recently, there are many stories in BC of cars being dumped in the wilderness after foul play has taken place.
1: So it is possible that Chris met with foul play on the hike, or it's possible that he met with foul play in the city, and then his car was dumped at the trailhead. Then his car was broken into by low-level criminals who hang out in trailhead parking lots breaking into people's cars. If anybody is listening to this from Chilliwack and you have any information that you can tell us about the trailhead that his car was found out, just let us know if people hang out there breaking into cars. So the last theory is that Chris went missing on his own accord. Um, Again, this is plausible. He was an adult. He was in a new place maybe he had decided to make some massive change. But we just don't think this is plausible based on uh, his relationship with his mom. He had an amazing mom um, that, uh, you know, he has a loving relationship with. The other things are, you know, the the car being abandoned the way it was, as well as his credit cards being used by ne'er-do-wells in downtown Chilliwack. Like, that is confusing too. Like, You need means, you need wheels, there's certain things you need. It doesn't make sense that all those things were ditched. Because the main thing, too, is he had no reason to do that. Or no obvious reason, anyway. So we are going to leave our speculation there for the time being. We may return to this story at a later date.
0: Yeah, it's really unfortunate here that RCMP did not act faster, as we would likely know more if they had. Because it took them so long to tow and process the car that they had already reported as abandoned, they lost precious time and potential evidence. CCTV footage from places that Chris had been to were long erased by the time he was reported missing.
1: Our hearts go out to Eva Couture. Trying to find your son in the wilderness of the Lower Mainland or trying to find answers in the city of Vancouver when you're not even from there must be incredibly painful and frustrating. Having said that, the people of Chilliwack recognized that Eva needed help. They galvanized and created search parties. They also got the word out and passed around missing posters.
0: Eva has expressed her gratitude for all of the strangers that have helped her these past two years. Here is a quote from Eva. I'm missing a piece of me not knowing. Many people have asked me about my son. What I want people to remember is that he is not only a son. He's a brother. He's a grandson an entire family who loves him and misses him. Christopher, if you see this, I'm begging you, tell us you are safe. I'm heartsick, not knowing you are okay. I need you to know that I love you. I miss you. I need your help. I don't live here. If I could be here every day looking for Christopher, I would. But I ask all of you to be my eyes, my ears, and help me find my son, Christopher.
1: At the time of his disappearance, Christopher Sean Couture is described as a 25-year-old Caucasian male, five foot eight. 190 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Anyone with information on the whereabouts of Christopher is urged to contact the Chilliwack RCMP at 604-792-4611 or, to remain anonymous, call Crimestoppers at 1-800-222-TIPS. There is a $10,000 reward. Please join the Missing Christopher Couture Facebook group for updates and ways you can help especially if you're in Chilliwack, the Fraser Valley, or the Vancouver area.
0: We will link to the family's GoFundMe and their Facebook group on our Facebook page and in the show notes. If you want to help out our podcast, please donate to us at buymeacoffee.com tntcpod and follow us on social media at tntcpod. Our producers on the podcast are Amy's Book Reviews, Alberta Bly, Cindy McDee, Giraffe 3000, Alyssa Santos, Anastasia, Ariel Elliott, Melanie E., and Kelly Donahue. We will be back with you again with a full new episode of True North True Crime next week. So until then, stay safe, everyone.
1: Stay safe, gang.